This is the Cliffo and Bronte podcast. We're back for 2023. We are good to be back. God, I missed it. Did you feel it? Like there was times this morning when I felt a bit like a fish out of water. Like I've forgotten how to do this. Yeah, and you'll probably hear that in the podcast. But don't judge us, okay? Because for most of my holiday... I spent it completely mute on a beach, just yeah. in my own world. Your ability to switch off and not talk yeah. to people yeah. shocks me. Thank you so much. I've really I honed it over wasn't the last a compliment, 29 years. But I'm glad you took it that way. Uh, yeah. Today on the pod, the woman who gets paid to oh. watch television yeah. for a living actually gets paid by Amazon Prime. Uh, we launched Bronte's 30 Before 30. Yeah. Three zero. And coming up. Tick off that list, get accused of stealing, because that also happened, which I'll tell you about. I want to squeeze into the pod too, the yeah. whole Molly Meldrum thing, because yes. Molly Mel- Melodrama, Molly Melodrama, I'm calling it. Yeah. Um, been a lot of talk about him getting up on stage, rearing his ass, and he has got form in this area, and I had proof. I can't believe that you have a that. personal yeah, experience with this. With Molly. So it's coming up very soon, the Cliffo and Bronte podcast. Okay, so it's a new year and you think that you want to start the new year as the best version of yourself, right? You have resolutions Mm. and, like, you try to be a bit healthier. Um, New year, new year. Yeah, and I've really taken that to another level because I've become a bit of a bad girl in the time that we've had some... Some distance from each other. Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? What's Finally gonna do started up that OnlyFans. <laughs> the one been that was uh, it for a while. started for me. That's right. Uh, no, I was accused of stealing, Cliffo. Wow. It's me, stealing. Uh, so this happened. Hearts? Oh, well, guilty as charged. <laughs> 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 this was last week, so I went to. I'm just going to lay out the the situation. You tell me yeah, if yeah, I yeah, am yeah, in the yeah, wrong yeah, here. Yeah. So I went to Chemist Warehouse yeah. and bought up just like lots of people know. I don't know about you, but Chemist Warehouse, I can blow hundreds of dollars yeah. there because it's just fun. It's just... how about their receipts? How it's like you have saved this yeah. much money. Okay, I wouldn't know that. Because I paid about 160 to $200 of things from Chemist Warehouse. And they said at the end, do you want your receipt? And I am a millennial who doesn't hold on to receipts. So I go, no, don't worry about it. I don't need it. Okay. So you see where maybe... I feel like that's where the old man, like the the dad or whatever comes out in me. Because if anything, if I spend anything over, say, like 50 bucks... Sure. Like, there's something in me that goes, yeah, I'll have a receipt. Why? I don't know. What are you going to do with I that? It goes in the shoebox, exactly. mate. Exactly. And it sits there for 10 years. <laughs> I didn't want my receipt. But I then went from Chemist Warehouse to Woolworths with a bag full of items with no from receipt. Chemist Warehouse. <laughs> but and That's why you're on a receipt. <laughs> I was... Okay, so in my Chemist Warehouse bag, there was like shampoo and conditioner, makeup, things that you can't Mm. get at Woolworths. And then at Woolworths, I was getting like food for dinner, like brown rice and chicken and veggies and things. And so I had that bag full of my Chemist Warehouse things and so went through self-serve checkout and paid for for my groceries. And then as I was leaving and putting them in the new bag or the bag that was full of things, I had like two store people come up from Woolworths being like, we need to do... 
We need to check what's yeah, in your bag. This way. Yeah, yeah. And How I was, far did it escalate? I mean, like, I spent a night in lockup, but that's a different <laughs> story. <laughs> Cliffo, I feel like you see these kind of jobs advertised on, like, Facebook, and it says someone is going to get to do this incredible job and get paid for it. Like, you might have to test out mattresses and mm. you get to sleep for a year <laughs> yeah. or something. I saw one once, chicken nugget expert. Chicken nugget expert, Cadbury, sometimes looking mm. for chocolate tasters. But there is somebody who has, I think, gotten the pinnacle of these type of jobs. And it is a Queenslander, Alex Bain. She joins us right now. She is going to be doing something pretty special for Amazon Prime. Good morning, Alex. Good morning. How are you guys? Pretty jealous, I think, is uh, a good place to start because can you tell us the job that you have snagged after a nationwide search? Well, um, I'm, I'm still kind of pitching myself, actually. It's it's basically watching and reviewing Amazon Prime videos. Um, so TV series, uh, movies, I can do it from anywhere as long as I can watch something and write it down and review and um yeah just make silly little videos either reviewing or making skits about them and yeah it's 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 an absolute dream so just sitting on your ass watching a lot of content essentially what bronte and i have done for the last four weeks for free for free but you you get paid for this I do, and even the um the, the making videos bit. Like I I love talking about film and TV, and so it, it's it's crazy. Like this is pretty much what I was doing outside of my nine to five before. So it's um it's it's insane. <laughs> did you have to give up the what were you doing beforehand? Uh, did you have to give yeah. that job up? I actually, this is crazy, right? I just left my admin job in search of something else, so mm. I'd given myself a month. Um, and I was hoping, like fingers crossed, to do something creative. And then the day after I had my final day at my admin job, I got a call that I was shortlisted. So I was like, wow. <laughs> Alex, before you got this job, you were already popular on Insta and TikTok for your little reviews of TV shows and movies and stuff like that. Can we rewind? Where did it actually begin for you? Mm. Like, what's your earliest memories of falling in love with with watching things on screens? Oh, it's it's got to be like I grew up primarily with my mum and my sister. Um, and mum's just a huge movie buff. She's like she got me into classic movies. Um, like she, what? Oh, um, Gaslight with Ingrid Bergman. Oh yeah, Psycho, right. Alfred Hitchcock. Wow. Um, she 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 really. Some of it was a bit too mature looking back, but she always, she always kind of trusted us to sort of understand it. Awesome. And uh, have you got any recommendations for Amazon Prime at the moment that you've watched and reviewed and you think this is worth watching? Absolutely. Actually, I'd probably say off the top of my head, because I just finished season two last night, um, is Hunters. If you haven't seen it before, it's um, it's got Al Pacino and an amazing cast, actually. It's got the fella from How I Met Your Mother, the lead guy. I think his name's Ted Mosby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Ted Mosby, exactly. (laughs) Have you met Ted? Yes. What a crossover. (laughs) I know. And he's, like, insanely good in this, like, 
Nazi seventies era drama. Like I, I can't describe it. Like I did not know Ted Mosby had that in him. Um, <laughs> wow. It's yeah, but I really and he's and he's like holding stage with Al Pacino. Yeah. Um, and I wasn't familiar with the series, so I'm just telling everyone I can about it because it's amazing. But that's probably my number one recommendation. And go. um, yeah, just saw Shotgun Wedding with Queen Jennifer Coolidge as well. Um, which was she's so hot one. right now, isn't she? she? Oh, isn't she just fabulous? I just she's my hero. Hey, just side yeah. thought, Alex. Have you got to be mindful of like bed sores? Yeah, like, forming <laughs> on your butt or whatever for so much couch time. You know what? Luckily, I I, I once got um a little bit uh, uh merry at um. One New Year's, and I did a cartwheel on the beach, and I I pulled something, and so my sciatica doesn't let me sit down for more than an hour at a time. I need oh. to get it checked out. Oh I need to get it checked out. But it's a good reminder whilst I'm doing this to get up and stretch. Yeah, nice. go for a walk because otherwise I I would be um I, I would be becoming my couch yeah. at the moment. Yeah. So it's <laughs> and and I've also learned like you know. I'm I'm constantly like watching stuff, but mm. I, I just finished. Um, I think it was Vox Machina when I was like having a walk by the river. So it's like, you know, I, I'm pretty much watching everywhere. So I'm trying to be less of yeah, like just the butt. Static. Yeah, just don't work the butt groove for 23 yeah. hours yes, a day. That yeah. makes sense. Oh. <laughs> Alex, how exciting. Congratulations. So you've got this job. It's Alex, uh, your Prime Videos buff, Prime Video buff yeah. for a year. Oh, it's it's for, it's a three-month um, contract oh. and then just, yeah, so it was, it's like a summer job. Oh, nice. Um, with, with way more, um, yeah, prize money than I've ever been paying a summer job before, which is awesome. Oh, um, amazing. Sort of insane. Very cool. My summer job before I got into radio was cleaning the toilets at yeah. McDonald's. So <laughs> you're really beating us, Alex. Um, follow her on all the socials. Mm. She is the Prime Video buff watching Amazon Prime content, getting paid to do it amazing. for three months straight. Alex, first guest on the show for the new year. Thanks for your time, mate. Thank you guys so much. It was lovely talking to you. My waistline um, breaking new records. And I think the scales breaking new records. <laughs> After going on a cruise That'll for do the it. Christmas holidays, Bronte. I love a cruise. I've always been told you go on as a passenger mm. and you come off as cargo <laughs> if you go on a cruise. Because those buffets, mate, <gasps> they are recalling. They'll get, and they're often like 24 hours. You can get anything yeah. at any time. Oh, yeah. yeah it's 2 a.m. I want a pizza. No problem. We can Guilty. do that. Um, but you do have to be careful. I put in my phone a little note so I could remember to talk about this on the show. Yeah. Um, don't go stupid at the buffet because there was two instances of... I guess the buffet and attacking it going a little bit wrong. Going a bit too hard. On the recent cruise. Uh, the first one was my eight-year-old daughter, Matilda, mm. who, you know, she's eight years old. What eight-year-old doesn't love chicken nuggets dipped in tomato sauce? Yeah. Do you have to be just eight? Just surely anyone. But of eight course eight-year-olds. Bronte language. <laughs> um, but she, she saw the big red sauce thing there. Can't really, I mean, can read a little bit, but... Yeah was just too excited by the prospect of, of nuggets yeah. and sauce or whatever, um, pours one of those little dishes of what she thought was Tommy sauce, dips the nugget in, like fully drenches it, hot sriracha oh no, oh no. chili sauce. Oh, Tilda. <laughs>
So I've had to run to the like the nearest shop was a coffee shop, and I'm just like milk. Milk. Yeah, 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 just yeah. Milk or whatever. Yeah, one thing lacking from a buffet: enough milk stations. Um, from a from an eight year old just going berserk at the buffet to a sixty five year old, I think that is sixty four mm. years old. Um, Dad's incident at the oh, buffet. No. It's about five o'clock when they'd usually put out the crackers and cheese. Yeah. And, you know, five o'clock, you're on a cruise, you've had a few cocktails, a few drinks or whatever. Perfect. Pre-dinner snack. Crackers and cheese, beautiful. Yeah. Dad brings out the platter of crackers and what he thought was cheese. Um, Mum goes, thanks, Pete. My dad, that's great. Uh-huh. Racks up the cheese on top of the cracker. Oh, no. How can little, you go wrong Little there? squares of butter. <laughs> the little butter squares for the dinner rolls. <laughs> oh, my God. Imagine the cruise ship workers just seeing your dad, dad load literally... Up. <laughs> With half a plate of butter. (laughs) The Cliff on Bronte podcast, and this is the part of the pod where we drop a free answer for tomorrow's game of Alphabet. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, Tomorrow, the first clue is Little Mix. Little Mix. Little Mix. UK pop group. You can imagine the letter would be L, right? Not M. That's crazy. I would hope so. Unless producer Alicia is insane. Name a... Band with two words in the title, <laughs> but give us the second one. That I Worst have to read question that. In oh my history. God. Did you know I interviewed Little Mix many m- years ago? Would yeah, like twenty eighteen. Um, so there's four girls: Perry, Jade, Leanne. Da- you know they're down to three now. I believe. Well, yeah. the fourth one, Jesse. Yeah. So at the time they were a four four girl group. Yeah. They're now three, as you just mentioned. And Jessie, the one who ended up leaving, was not very nice. She Well, there you go. Like really shaded me in the interview. So I stood in the middle of the girls in Little mm. Mix and she completely just like had her back to me, even though she was standing beside me. Mm. Was not very nice to be around. And like then I read Little Minx. Yo. Absolutely. What did you read? Huh? You said I read. What did you read? Did- that she left and... I just oh, her, read her body. Oh, I read that she had left. Oh, yeah, sorry. I and I was like, yeah, 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 not surprised. She wasn't very nice. All right. Well, there's Bronte's <laughs> little mixed story, guys. The long way to yeah. go about telling you. Our Alphabox <laughs> clue for tomorrow is Little Mix. Play in the morning after eight on Hit and Listener. I feel like a lot of us got a sad glimpse into our future. Oh, no. Over the last week or so. Mm. After, if you've been on social media, it was hard to miss it. They're blanking it out now, but I feel like we all saw the uncensored pics of Molly Meldrum's saggy ass. I haven't. That he exposed at the Elton John concert in Melbourne. Easy to Google, mate. Yeah. It's like like your skin's melting off him. Really? Really? Like, he's 79 years old. I might not. Molly Meldrum. Google it. Your day's probably going to be fine without it. Um, but he got up during the Elton John concert in okay. Melbourne, dropped his Dax. He's since come out and said it was a wardrobe malfunction. Come on, Molly, no one's buying it. Was he on stage? Like, was he invited to come on I know that stage? they are friends. Okay. You know, they, I mean, because they've both been around since the dinosaurs roamed <laughs> the earth. And I'm sure he was there up front, sort of VIP oh, style. Okay, right. He did climb onto the stage and there was some sort of minders and they're like, what are you doing, Molly? But he does have form in this area. You said that. And this has been outlined by Samuel Johnson, Mm. famous Aussie actor, 
who portrayed Molly Meldrum in the TV miniseries, and he won the Gold Logie. Oh, okay, right. The year he played Molly Meldrum. Right. And Samuel Johnson has come out pretty much axe-swinging, no love lost between Molly and Samuel Johnson. Mm. They once were good friends. Mm -hmm. But this is what Samuel Johnson said on the morning show on Channel 7 yesterday. When I won the Gold Logie, I was about to have my million-dollar moment and I told him specifically not to come up on stage. He wasn't nominated. It was my moment. I wanted to make it about cancer and he wanted to make it all about the network and um, he ended up coming up at the Gold Logies and, and he warbled in a very drunken fashion for eight whole minutes. Uh, now I've seen him do it again uh, with El- at the Elton John concert. Uh, maybe it's time to hang up your hat, mate. Whoa. Pretty emotional. Very. Samuel Johnson there. And I just wanted to put it out there that I have actually been in a position before where I myself have seen Molly Meldrum do this. Do this. Oh, Get so up on stage and hijack a moment that wasn't his. This is, this is uh, he's a repeated offender. A big time. Where? And this is not like a radio thing no. or a media thing or anything like that. I was ju- I was in Melbourne at the time where he lives, yeah. and I went and saw a show called Rock of Ages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've, you're a musical theatre person, so yeah. you would have seen that. And Molly was in the audience, and it was pretty obvious Molly Meldrum's Molly Meldrum. You know, he stands out. He was only sitting about four or five seats down from where mm. I was. And at the very end of the show, when the big final number was happening and the cast was sort of doing their, their bowing and stuff like that, Molly just, he stands up. Oh he walks God. to the aisle. No. And he walks on stage and just starts doing Molly. Like, he kept his pants on, thankfully. Oh, thank the Lord. But he just was on stage like, I'm Molly, here I am. And i got to say, like, at the time, there was a little bit of, oh, my God, that's Molly, you know, because he's a bit of an Aussie champ. But the other time, like, getting up when the, the, you know, it was the end of the show and the crowd were, you know, there was some standing ovations and the cast are bowing and stuff. Yeah. It was a really tacky move. It is because it's like exactly what Samuel Johnson said. It's taking away the moment from the person or the people that are truly deserving of that moment and making it all about him. Yeah, even though he hadn't actually contributed no, to in, the show and in was just any there way. as a spectator like the best of us. I just thought I wanted to talk about that today because yeah. Samuel Johnson has been slammed by some people because, you know, Molly's a bit of an Aussie icon or whatever, but we've seen it at the Elton John concert. Yep. Um, we saw it with Samuel Johnson and he came out and vocalised it yesterday. Mm. And as a person who was just a spectator to seeing... This happening, I felt the need to get on air and be like, nah, Sam's right. Yeah, exactly. Time to hang up the hat, mate. And And keep your pants up. And buy a stronger (laughs) belt. (laughs) 30 and flirty and day. Bronte's 30 before 30. Yeah, so uh, I've got a pretty big birthday coming up in two and a half weeks. Well, the old jokes at my expense Uh stop once you're 30. Like, once we're in the same age bracket, oh, God. both in our 30s, will you stop giving me a hard time for being a dinosaur? Are you saying that we're going to be in the same, like, checkbox when you're filling out a form? It'll be like... Sorry, thir- sister. <gasps> yep. <gasps> All no. the, the, the months of hell what? you've been giving me will come back to bite you. Surely there's like a 30 to 34 and then a 34 <laughs> onwards and that's when you're in. But I am, yeah, I'm going to be turning 30 on Friday, February 3rd. Um, and... I was just realizing that there's a lot of things that I want to do and I want to do them before I'm 30 because that's a pretty big milestone. Like you're leaving your 20s behind and 
I feel like I'm at one of the best points of my life that I've ever been in. I'm very happy at work, outside of work, and to like see out the 20s and see out the mm. last year, there's a few things that I want to tick good off on, a list. Yeah, that, good on you. I think you're going into your 30s with a beautiful attitude. Because yeah. a lot of people would be just like pulling their hair out going, oh my God. I know. But that's, that's a nice attitude you've got. I think a lot, I thought maybe like in your early 20s, you think you'll be scared of 30, mm. but I just feel like we're, everyone's just getting better and better with Age and that's how I feel. I, th- I think it does get better. Like I'm approaching, like I'm 38. Yes. My next milestone's my 40s, and mm. I'm actually really excited for that. You know, but yes. it's not about that. It's about you turning 30 in a few yes. weeks. And yes. See, 30 before 30. Yeah. It's not that, a lot of that's, time. That's not a lot of time, <laughs> and that's a lot of things. Like that's. There's a few things that I have written things. down. 30 things that I want to get done before my 30th, which is in two and a half weeks. So. The maths on that is about two things a day, really. And um, I'll go through some of mine, some of the ideas that I have. But if you have any suggestions, we would love to hear them on 131060. And this can be anything, like trying certain foods. So, like, there's some food that I have not eaten in my 30 years, almost 30 years, including a kiwi fruit. Oh, okay. That's a weird one. I've never had a kiwi fruit. They're pretty good. Are they? They don't appeal to me. But I'm gonna try Is it a kiwi. The texture fruit? of the outside, the fuzzy texture. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand them. I don't get them. Okay. So I'm well, gonna try kiwi like, fruit with respect. Yeah. Starting pretty small. <laughs> that's got achievable. It. I've got thirty things to do in two and a half weeks, mate. I've got to start with some small things. You can tick that one off. Have you tried boba tea or boba tea? Bo- I think it's boba. It's like the. I think it's a Korean like the bub- no, bubble tea or whatever. I've I haven't had, tried I've had that. A bubble tea. I haven't had that. They're so that's good on too. the list. Oysters. I've never tried natural oysters. So these are yeah. some of the foods. If you've got any other suggestions, 131060. Is there any that are not food? Okay. So something that I've never done but I've always wanted to, and especially considering how much I love star signs and stuff, I've never had a reading from a psychic. Oh, you'd froth on that. I know. Yeah. I really want to do that. I really want to um, try cupping, which is like a... Uh, it's like a massage, but they put like hot, fiery cups on your back and suck okay. your skin into them, which I know doesn't My mind went to a sex thing, so that's, <laughs> I'm glad it's not that. Not yeah, that no, I know the, of. The, the swimmers get it done. They often. do. They'll be the, up on the ready to jump and you can see the bruises. scars. Yeah. Um, there's little things that I want to do, like learn how to sew a button. I don't know how to do that. Okay. Um, but the big thing Handy skill to have. is I want to get my first tattoo. Oh! Yeah. So I am a clean skin at the moment. That is a big one. I freak out when I even get a bit of pen on me. Mm. Like, I have to wash that off straight away. But I don't... Yeah, like tribal tattoo right (laughs) down the side of the face. It's one of the options, really. Uh, I I think I I spoke to my mum about this over the years, and she hates tattoos Mm. on, on anyone, but particularly her kids. She said, "If I'm allowed, if I'm going to get one, the only place I'm allowed to get it is behind my ear." Oh, okay. So at least I have a placement. I'm surprised she didn't say like under your arm or somewhere. Like, <laughs> no, she should so somehow see that inside your nostril. Yeah, or under a toe or something. <laughs> no, she said I can get it behind my ear. So the big one is the tattoo. Scares the daylights out of me, yeah. but that's uh, that's some of the items. But if you have anything that you did before you were 30 or 40 or whatever there is that you think I might need to do, give us a call, 131060. Yeah, I think we're after just inspo here. Yeah. So don't think, oh, look, 
you know, it's got to be perfectly catered to no, plenty or whatever. God, no. No, we no, want to no, know no. about you guys. Yeah. So, like, what did you do mm. as a bucket list item? Yeah. 13, 10, 60. Give us a call. Uh, it's Bronte's 30 before 30. But just list anything. Something anything. that maybe it's on your bucket list. Yeah. You did do it. You know, maybe you do know Bronte just from the show and you're like, huh. Try this. That'd be funny. Or if you've got a hobby or something that you didn't, like, get into until maybe a certain yeah, yeah, part yeah, of your yeah, life, yeah. maybe you can give that to me and I can give it a go in the next two and a half weeks. Like, she started with eating kiwi fruit. Guys. Yeah. So we, we really need to build on the list. So 13, 10, 60, add to Bronte's 30 before 30. And Alana, it's a happy birthday to you. You're turning 30 in March. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. Third of the March, a month after... Um, Exactly Bronte. a month after Bronte. Exciting. 93 babies. Are you yeah. wanting to do something similar? Yeah, so I've always wanted to get a tattoo, um, but I've always wanted to make sure I had a good thought about it. Mm-hmm. Same thing. My mum hates tattoos as well. Are we the so... same person? You guys have just got to step up and <laughs> yeah. tell mum what's what. Yeah, so I thought I wanted to put something what I would be meanful on me, and I have three kids, so I'm going to get the three kids um, on my rib. Um, but I just want to, yeah, make sure it's definitely right because I'm the same thing. I can't have something on my body that I don't like. Exactly. Uh, what I found, Alana, I had the design of the thing that I think I'm going to get in my phone for a year. So I've been thinking about this for, uh, uh, yeah, around a year and a half, but the design of this specific one. And I just kept coming back to it anytime someone asks. And so I know definitely that's what I want. It's just scary. The other one you've <laughs> yeah. got here too, like aside from the tattoo, Alana, is you want to catch a fish. Oh. Have you caught a fish before? Yeah, I've caught a fish, but I wanted to catch over a metre fish. Like, we're into those sort of hobbies. So, Holy um, moly. Lang, is, have yeah. you ever picked up the rod? Oh, I grew up fishing with my sister, but I don't know if I've ever actually caught a fish. Add it to the list. That's not a bad one, Alana. 13, 10, 60. I will move on. Sev, you've actually met Bronte outside of the radio show in the outside world. And <laughs> you, you think there's something that she should attempt before she turns 30. Oh, no. I do. I think Bronte's the most coordinated person in the whole entire world. And I think she should come try rowing with me. <gasps> oh. Sevy's a very good rower. She's also a fantastic barista. Makes a great oat latte. <laughs> Uh, but you Bronte do... keeps her baristas close, guys. <laughs> Anyone with caffeine, keep them close. But Sevi, you're no, you do like the competitive rowing. She's very it's good. Okay. Does it have to be competitive? <sighs> Bronte, you can be like lay down Sally at the Olympics that year. <laughs> can I be the Cox? Can I just be in the front yelling at uh, you? We've called you that before. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I like that. I've never done rowing. I didn't do it at school or anything, so. Add it on the list. Mm. Uh, Louise is here. 30 before 30. What's your suggestion? Good morning, guys. Um, I did a 30 for 30 some eight years ago, mm-hmm. um, and one of them was learn sign language, Auslan. I did a course at um, Deaf Services Queensland. Oh, that is amazing. Like Emma Wiggle. Emma Wiggle's huge <laughs> into the Auslan is and the sign really? language and stuff, yeah. How long was the course, Louise? Did it take a while? Um, oh, it ran over several weeks, mm-hmm. um, but even if you did one class, um, they touched on the basics of just, you know, basic communication of hi, how are you, learning the alphabet um, to spell words. That's cool. I do like that a lot. Gorgeous. I had on here to learn to count to 10 in three different languages, but Louise's is that a could much, be one. Oh, For anyone who's but, radio just dropped out there, they've yeah. just heard, what do I want to do before 30? I want to learn to count to 10. <laughs> 
That was the Cliffo and Bronte podcast.